and welcome back to the Be Well podcast. I am so excited for this week's extra, extra, extra special guest, Uma Sophia, who is our new Miss New Jersey Teen USA for 2023. Hello, Uma. How are you? Hi, Isabella. It's so nice to be on the Be Well podcast. I'm doing great. This week has been amazing, to say the least. I'm so glad to be talking to you. Uh, well, for those of you that don't know, um, I mean, how do you not know? I feel like I've talked about it way <laughs> too many times, but I was Miss New Jersey Teen USA for last year, and Uma Sophia is my successor, so she'll be going to Teen USA next year. Okay. How does that feel? Are you excited? Oh my gosh, it's like the opportunity of a lifetime. My dream comes true, honestly. Like, I still haven't fully processed it, and it's been yeah. two weeks. But yeah. I'm just so grateful for everything. Yeah, and it's not going to feel real for a while. So oh, yeah. <laughs> keep living in that moment. I see you're already out doing so many amazing, incredible things. You had your Aww. first photo shoot. You went to already a few appearances. So I'm living for it. I can't wait to continue to watch you on your journey. But beyond pageantry, tell us a little bit about yourself for people that are hearing you and meeting you for the first time on the Be Well podcast. So hi, I'm Uma. I go to the Academy of St. Elizabeth's in Morristown, where I'm a sophomore. I recently just transferred there in October. And it honestly, this year has been a lot of change for me, not only just with being crowned and obviously all the wonderful opportunities that come with that. But regarding my transfer, um, I haven't always felt accepted in school because of my background. I'm half Mexican and half Indian. And sometimes when people don't see something that is super common, like a mixed race background, um, they don't react to it that well. And so I did change schools because the social aspect wasn't that great in my old school, but um, I'm now attending an all girls school and everyone is so supportive. And it actually reminds me a lot about pageantry and mm -hmm. like how everyone lifts each other up. So I'm really happy with my decision. Good. And I go to an all-girls school too. And I didn't know that yes. you transferred until the pageant weekend. So then when I asked, I was asking a bunch of the contestants where they go to school and I found out that Uma goes to an all-girls school too. I mean, like, that's so cool. And that's so cool that we get to experience that together, both being back-to-back -back title holders and going to an all-girls school. It's such a weird experience, right? We have so much in common. It's actually like really funny. <laughs> I know. And how... I mean, I'm just asking out of curiosity, too. How do mm -hmm. people react when you tell them that you go to an all-girls school? Because I know some of the crazy reactions oh I get. Yeah, I think I think just like pageantry, I guess, like there's a lot of like negative connotations that come with like an all-girls school. I think a lot of people think that there's like boy drama outside of school and that yeah. people are just catty. But I think mm -hmm. being amongst like empowered, like powerful young women who actually you know, they are more focused, they want to learn, and they know what they want to do with their lives, most of them. Um, and it's okay if you don't. But it's just that being around women like you kind of makes you find your own voice and find the confidence to pursue things that you like as well. So I think it's been a great experience for me to kind of grow as a person. And I've finally found the group of friends that, you know, support me. And, and I think it's like really important, the timing of certain things, because this year, I actually have a support system at my school, which I didn't have last year. And I think it's funny the way the world works that if something is meant for you, it'll be for you. You know what I mean? Exactly. I mean, you took all the words right out of my mouth. Like, <laughs> everything happens for a reason. And so true. timing is everything. And I mean, 
safe to say that was exactly what it was like for you too. I mean, you competed with me last year and Uma was my first runner up. So yes. we we're very close. Um, so being able to know that like that wasn't say your time, but instead it was a mine, right? But then now in this year, it's like, now is your time and it's the perfect time for you, right? And yeah. it's just so individual to each and every one of us. And no matter what happens, it's like, aren't when you look back at it now, you're like, oh, I'm so glad I didn't win last year. Yes, right? Yes. Ugh. No, I look back and I just, I see like a little baby. Like I had no <laughs> idea what I was doing. I needed to do a lot of like self-growth and pageantry has actually like really helped me find my self-confidence. And, you know, I mean, Good. through the interview and prep and all of that, you get to learn not only about like what the judges want or whatever, but like yourself as well. Like I learned a lot of things about myself that I knew, but I didn't know like deeply. And I really yeah. got to know myself through the process. Absolutely. And like you said, um, what that really stuck out to me was how you said you look back and you like feel like you were such a little baby. And I mean, for me, it's like for you, like yes. you're still a little baby to me because I'm a senior <laughs> and you're a sophomore. But yeah. I totally get that. Like each year you grow so much. And yes. even though you may not necessarily notice it like in the moment, then like when you can look back on the experience, it totally is like a different go around every single time so how did it feel coming back for a second year what was different for you um were you more stressed more nervous or were you more laid back than you found the first time I think going into the competition usually I'm very self-critical but last year I kind of made this a space where I would be try my best I would focus on myself rather than others which I think is really important because you're not competing against the other girls you're not and this goes for everything in life, not just pageantry, but it's more about a competition with time and yourself. Like mm -hmm. you want to compete against your past self so that you can better yourself. And that doesn't necessarily mean winning. So I think just coming with that mindset again, and also having prepared and knowing what was coming for me pageant weekend and just trusting in myself and my abilities that, you know, I can do this um, and not really feeding into the negative self-talk that I think a lot of us get to even like the tiny things like just remaining positive the whole time was really what helped me keep that mindset for winning and getting up on that stage and just speaking my heart out <laughs> yeah definitely and did you find like certain things that helped you stay in that mindset like was there something that you would do every morning like I know for me I would always listen to like meditations or like subliminals before I was getting ready and things like that did you have anything that you did specifically and if not that's totally okay but just want to see if you had any insight you wanted to share on something that you did to keep your mind a little bit more at ease and focused on yourself no, I'm really big into manifestation and kind yes. of acting yes. as if you <laughs> yes. I'm kind of just acting as if you already have achieved your goal. Like instead of saying, oh, I'm going to do this. I am this. Yes. I have achieved this. And I think just putting in it, putting yourself in that mindset that you can do it. You've already done it. It's meant for you kind of tricks the universe into thinking that yes this girl can do it you know what I mean yes um so I don't know if that had anything to do with winning but I know that it really did make me have a positive outlook for things it got me in that quote-unquote winner's mindset that I knew that I could do it before I actually did oh I love that you are literally saying everything that just like and I mean I know un I understand that like for some people like this is something that's very new but like yes. everything you said is just like oh yes like someone else does it too like it makes sense <laughs> like it works and 
even though like it's nerve wracking or scary and like there's so many times where our own ego or our own like head tries to get in our way it's just if you just put all that aside and you're just like this is what I was meant to do this is who I'm meant to be it will all come for you and even if it's not in the timing that you expect it to be in it will happen if it truly is meant for you um so Oh my goodness. I'm so happy that you mentioned that. That's so cool. I know. I know. Um, it's kind of funny. We're like reading each other's minds. <laughs> I know. It was so freaky. I'm like, oh my God, how did she literally like take exactly what I wanted to say out of my mouth? It's but, the sisterhood. Um, it's yes. the sisterhood connection. Oh my God. <laughs> Definitely. I see. This is why you're my successor. You're just so smart and so no, in tune awesome. with yourself, which is so, so important. That's all it's- you. Oh, stop. <laughs> but definitely is something that should not only be taken with you as a title holder. Um, I know like you and me talking, it's like title, t- title holder to title holder. But like for those of you listening, even if you're not a title holder, this is something that goes with every aspect of your life, with school, with owning a business, um, service opportunities, things like that. It could be anything. And this can be applied to all areas of your life. So for school... Was there any moment, especially like when you were transferring and things like that, how were you able to keep that same mindset as you have with positivity as you do for pageants so well? Thank you. <laughs> but um, so I've struggled a lot with um, insecurity. I, when I was little, I used to be the most self-confident, outgoing child. And I think <laughs> I've had to really relearn that over the year because I've had experiences where it kind of forced me like go into a shell and I didn't really know how to deal with that because my parents have always been so supportive but we all know that you know sometimes our parents say nice things to us and we don't believe them (laughs) parents. so just um kind of keeping the mindset that maybe right now I'm in a moment of like hardship and it's not my moment yet and I'm but it's going to get better because it always does and I know that sounds so cliche but it's true. Like every time that I've had a dark period in my life, it's always gotten better. It can only go up from there. And so kind of just taking away from the fact that change doesn't necessarily have to be a scary thing because starting a new school, especially because I didn't know anyone who went mm-hmm. to now my new school and kind of just leaping into it after I'd been in my other school system for years um, and leaving some teachers behind that had really meant a lot to me. But knowing that it was better for my future and better for myself. I think sometimes you have to be a little bit selfish to kind of live your best life because you have to make decisions that are best for you as long as you're not hurting other people. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. That makes so much sense. And I like that you said like, you can't have good days without the bad. And there's always going to be ups and downs like a roller coaster. Life is not just going to be like on a train track that just goes straight. We can can talk a lot about that, right? (laughs) It is a big roller coaster. And even the minute you feel like you're on top of the world, it is so quick before we could feel like we're at the bottom again. But it's important that Yes, those bottom moments, they're going to happen. They're inevitable and we just need to accept them. But that doesn't mean we need to dwell on it and we don't need to stay there and stay stuck in that negativity. But we can pull ourselves back out and through timing and manifestation and journaling or all of that, we can find ways to pull ourselves out of it. I mean, I'm a big fan of writing down my emotions. I mean, mm-hmm. just how you have your like Be Well blog, I ha- podcast, I have my blog, That's Fan Behavior, where I, I talk about like relationships and, you know, my experience as a woman of color, especially in this new age with like, I technology love that. and all of that. 
And I think really finding a passion and a place to put my feelings down and kind of inspire others while doing that, just like you have with your podcast. I am an avid listener. (laughs) I think it's good that we've been able to take, you know, whatever we've struggled with in the past and kind of put it into a creative outlet where we can help others, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And like you said, like for me, it's a podcast. For you, it's a blog. Like it can be so many different types of things. And just finding a good outlet to put yourself into is something that's really, really unique to each and every person, but ultimately what makes us each special and what is able to inspire so many people in different ways and relate to different people. I know um, just in general, a lot of people don't relate to pageantry or going to an all-girls school and like the typical (laughs) experiences that I have that I'm like, oh, that makes sense to me. Like some of the things you were just talking about, I'm like, oh, perfect sense. Like I've experienced the same thing. Right. But a lot of people don't experience that. So being able to find people that you can relate to or find ways to express yourself in a similar way to someone else, things like that is so important. And it's why it's so important as women too, that we follow our hearts and do what we feels what we feel expresses ourselves the best and what we feel like makes us the most empowered because there's no point in doing something, especially I've learned this too, especially as a senior in high school now about to go to college. It's like, there's no point in doing something if it's not something that you don't want to do. There's so many times we just (laughs) like force ourselves to do things or pressure ourselves because it's something that I should do or someone would like to see us do that. But it's not what we want to do. If there's something that you don't want to do, whether that's in pageants or in school or at your job, and it's hurting you more than it would hurt someone else, it's not worth it. And there's other ways to go around it in order to make sure you're staying true to yourself. You only have one life to live. So live it the way you want to. Does that make sense? That was beautiful. (laughs) No, I I completely agree with you. I know I personally can struggle with kind of being assertive, Uh especially since I sometimes it's okay to be assertive and say that you don't like something. But, you know, when we want to be kind to people and sometimes we can become people pleasers, that kind of goes away and factors into that. But yeah, I like what you said, that it's okay to say no if it's in your better interest, if you think it's better for your image or whatever you're deciding that it's better for yeah, absolutely. So um, on a more positive note, kind of taking a backtrack, I mean, not that what we were talking about wasn't positive, but <laughs> just on a more fun note, because it's honestly more a little bit for me, but I'm just wondering what got you into pageantry in the first place? Because you competed your first time last year as a freshman, I know with no coaching whatsoever, and got <laughs> first runner up, which is literally insane. So like what made you get into pageantry especially like teen USA (laughs) yeah so actually it's something that was completely out of left field for me because my parents like they would have described me a couple years ago as like my head always being stuck in a book and kind of like not really an on-stage type of person if you know what I mean that's insane to me (laughs) insane to me but I've always been really passionate about public speaking maybe and as I've gotten older and more confident in you know getting up in front of people and especially since I knew that education was really important for me and through the charity that I've worked with as long like my parents have worked with alongside me called the Lotus Petal Foundation helping kids who 
are in underprivileged communities and underserved communities that don't have the same opportunities as me. That was really important that, you know, I have this privilege and I can do something about it and I can help the world. So when I found out that pageantry was really more about activism and raising other people up, I thought it was like the perfect platform to get across, especially since women's education is such a prevalent topic right now in the media. What with there's Mm -hmm. still like countries that don't allow us to go to school. Yeah. Um, And I, I think it's really important that that narrative is out there you know yeah I mean that is like I don't even know it's like you blow me away the fact that you're (laughs) a sophomore and like you understand not only just the importance of education but the importance and power that like each and every one of us our voice holds especially as like a woman and both being Latina like I think that's also an incredible thing to be able to share because it isn't something that you always see in the media And I want to go into broadcast journalism. So being able to do that now and see that like, wait, my voice does matter. And like, I can share things that I'm passionate about. And also like a really fun and cool way. Like, yeah, even like bringing it up being like, yeah, I was Miss New Dream Teen USA. Everybody was like, what? That is the coolest (laughs) thing ever. And I'm like, wait, so I get to dress up. I get to take a bunch of pictures. And I also get to help people like it doesn't seem like it's real you know what I, I know. mean like honestly I mean it can be don't get me wrong it can be a lot of work it is a lot of hard absolutely. work you know it I know it what with like juggling school and since we're so involved in school and like yeah volunteering and all of this but it is really like the perfect scenario you're helping people you're giving back to your community and you also get to wear really fun dresses. <laughs> <laughs> so you mentioned balance. And that was actually one of the questions I wanted to talk to you about. So perfect segue. How do you balance your schedule with going to school? Because also not only just being in high school in general, I can say from personal experience that all girls high school is very, very challenging. Yes. Um, a lot of work <clears throat> that goes into it and a lot of clubs that you have to join, and you're a part of a million and one things. So I know it's only been two weeks for you, but have you found yourself having to shift your schedule in different ways and prioritize different things in order to um, incorporate this new lifestyle into your schedule? Yeah, I'm going to be honest. Like the first week was kind of stressful for me because it's a whole new way of living. (laughs) You have to reorient everything in your life. And I like am very involved in my school's community, especially with the all girls school. There's so many opportunities for charity and just, I mean, that's like a Catholic value Mm -hmm. to have charity and giving back to your community. So I'm in a bunch of like helping the homeless clubs. I have a bunch of leadership positions. I recently started the debate club and the diversity council at my school so really I didn't really think I didn't really plan (laughs) to have all of these things before I won the crown but just reminding myself that if I could have done it before with all the other crazy stuff that I do I can do it now because I'm pursuing something I love and I can Mm -hmm. still do the other things I love while doing that like school is obviously really important to me and I love to challenge myself I'm in a bunch of classes that probably shouldn't you thinking? Um, chem honors shout out. <laughs> oh my goodness! I purposely did not take chem honors for that reason, so I applaud you already. <laughs> so, but I think yeah, it's really important for people like us who we love to challenge ourselves, and sometimes we can take on a little bit more than we can chew. Mm-hmm. Now I you're just, calling me out. <laughs> <laughs> I think that pageantry really teaches you that 
you have the time to do everything that you want to do because you're already such a strong woman. So just believing in yourself has really gotten me through the whole process. But certainly my parents helping me out with stuff too is also good. Yeah. And one of the greatest things that um, I think also made a big difference was because before the pageant used to be in like November um, or like there was one time where it was at the end of the summer, but in yeah. a- like having it like where it was like end of March or beginning of April, like it's only like we're on the last home stretch of school. And then like the majority of your time and prep and things like that will be during the summer. So it's so much more stress-free because you can do yeah. things not with just the schedule of school being like, well, I definitely have to block out weekdays from like 6 a.m. to 3.30 p.m. Like, you know what I mean? So really use the summer to just yes build and have fun and do as much as you can while also just making sure, again, that you're saving time for yourself, going to the beach, having fun. And again, like, even though, even though we like you're a title holder now and it's important thing that, like, I had to continue to remind myself too, it's like, you're still a teenager and right. you still have to remember to, like, have fun and like yes it is a job and it is an incredible job that you only have it for a year so it's like soak it up um but you just remember to have fun too and it's just a so much of a fun experience overall so I'm interested to know what are you the most excited for for this year ahead and that can be um with pageantry with your title but then also like some personal growth yeah, um, I'm really excited, obviously, to for all the new opportunities that this is going to give me, like all of the fun appearances, getting closer with my sister, Derby, who is the most beautiful soul. She is such a role model to me already. Like she's stepped into the role of a big sister. So Aww, she's so yay. kind. So I love her so much. <laughs> yeah, no, it's great. We have a lot of things in common. So getting close with her is really what I'm looking forward to. And obviously you know, getting out that narrative about women's education and my work through the Lotus Petal Foundation and hopefully more so throughout New Jersey as well. I'm going to be doing a lot of like clothing drives, a lot of back to school drives that I've planned out. And I'm really going to use this year to kind of get out everything that I want to do activism wise. Awesome. That is the best thing and the best mindset that you can have to go with that and it's such a beautiful message and you're such a beautiful person so I can't wait to see all that you do throughout your reign and continue to do through your life um so my last question for you is going to be like what is the best advice that you would have for someone who maybe wants to start using their voice in a new way um, but just haven't found the courage to do so yet or want to compete in a pageant but don't know where to start what is your best advice for them I think no matter what other people tell you you can't do or what you yourself tell yourself that you can't do, do it anyway. Because yeah. you you will never regret doing something, but you will always regret never taking an opportunity. Mm-hmm. And if I hadn't gone back that second year and I said, oh, no, this is like the end of my time, I would have never, you know, discovered that, you know, I could do this and get the crown and all the opportunities that come with it and get closer with you, Bella, and oh. meet all the beautiful women in my life that I've met through pageantry. So yeah. I think just take the chance because it's always worth it. Oh, you're the cutest ever. You're such a good successor. I am so proud of you already. And it's only been two weeks. Um, 
But Uma, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. You're absolutely beautiful inside and out. So um, give you, Bella. You are the best Thanks. former I could have ever had. <laughs> well, we are bonded for life. You know that. Um, and just to shout you out, everyone, where can they go follow you, Uma? My Instagram, my TikTok, everything is at Uma Sophia S. And my blog, in case you didn't hear before, mm-hmm. is <laughs> That's Fan Behavior. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> of course. Thank you. And thank you, everyone, for listening into the Be Well podcast. Hope you enjoyed this week's episode. I know I definitely did. Uh, make sure to follow us on Instagram at the Be Well podcast and let us know what episodes you would like to hear in the future. We upload episodes on Fridays. Thank you again for tuning in and we'll see you all next week. Bye, everyone. Bye.